Uh, Charlie, who are some guys out there who you think the Eagles could add to help their team? Well, like I said, they didn't draft a shutdown corner, and they don't really have one on their roster currently. I think Logan Ryan, a guy we've talked repeatedly on this podcast about, his multiple landings. One with the Eagles, he could really help out this pretty good defense, and he could take them over the hump come postseason. Any guys that you see jump out as a good fit here? Uh, I think that the one spot that they really need to um, fill on defense is linebacker because they did get their shutdown corner this year when they traded for Darius Slay. So I think picking up Alec Ogletree would help, a veteran linebacker uh, who can come in and fill fill a spot and make some plays for them on defense. And I think that would greatly improve that defense, uh, which is maybe the strength of their team. So I think that would help them be a better team and uh, help carry them through the playoffs. All right, now we're going to move on to your team, Chuck, uh, with the Washington Redskins. And this year they selected Chase Young, a DN from Ohio State, Antonio Gibson, a wide receiver from Memphis, an offensive tackle from LSU, a wide receiver from Liberty, a center from San Diego State, Khalid Hudson, a linebacker from Michigan, uh, a Cameron Curl, a safety from Arkansas, and James Smith-Williams, a DN slash uh, outside linebacker from NC State. So, Charlie, what did you think of the Skins draft this year? Well, I thought Ron Rivera did a great job. I gave them a B. They got the best player in the draft with Chase Young, an athletic future Aaron Donald-type pass rusher. He had 28.5 total sacks at Ohio State. I think that's going to translate well into the NFL. And I also like the Antonio Gibson pick that they got in the second round. He can be a weapon in the run game and in the pass game. He had... 735 receiving yards and 363 rushing yards total when he was at Memphis. And I also like the Antonio Gandy Golden pick out of Liberty. He's a big deep threat that can make an impact in year one and really help out Dwayne Haskins and prove that he should be on the, be the starter for this team. Um, this was a good draft for them. I think it's really going to show maybe two, three years down the line. Um, I like the versatile playmakers they got. And like I said, they got the best player in the draft. Solid B right there. What were your thoughts, Drew? I also gave the Redskins a B. Like you said, they got the best player in the draft in Chase Young. Absolute monster at Ohio State last year. Had 16 and a half sacks and 21 tackles for loss, which is crazy. And he also had eight passes defended in his college career, which is more than what you can say for most linebackers uh, in college. And he's not, and he's a defensive end. So uh, absolutely dominant player. Uh, and a generational talent. I do like the Antonio Gibson pick too. He had 19.3 yards per reception last year and had eight touchdowns. Uh, and then he had 11.2 yards per carry last year and four touchdowns. So very versatile guy. He can run the ball and he can catch it. Um, so I think he can come in and make some plays for the Redskins. Uh, I like the offensive tackle out of LSU. Um, as we said several times, LSU with the had the best offensive line college football last year and he was a big part of that and I do like the Khalid Hudson pick too had 100 total tackles last year with Michigan so I think he's a very good linebacker and a field general who can come in and help this defense who are some guys out there who you think the Redskins could pick up well after letting Jordan Reed go I think they need to get a tight end they did dra- they did pick up Thaddeus Moss in the uh, undrafted free agent period after the draft, but I think Delaney Walker could come in for a couple of years, maybe one to two, fill that starting tight end spot until Thaddeus Moss is ready to take over. And really, you wouldn't miss a beat because Delaney Walker is a great tight end, and I think that really helped Dwayne Haskins out. Any guys that you see, Drew? Uh, I think they, they could pick up an offensive lineman in DeMar Dotson. Uh, they lost – Trent Williams in the offseason, so I think if they bring in a veteran offensive tackle, that, that could help build their lineup a bit more. All right, now we'll move on to America's team and the Dallas Cowboys. This year they selected C.D. Lamb, a wide receiver from Oklahoma, Trevon Diggs, a corner from Alabama, Neville Gallimore, a defensive tackle from Oklahoma, Reggie Robinson, a corner from Tulsa, a center from Wisconsin, Bradley Anae, a DN from Utah, and a quarterback from James Madison. 
Charlie, what did you make of the Cowboys draft this year? Although I don't like the Cowboys one bit, I thought this was a wonderful draft. Um, where they got CeeDee Lamb, when CeeDee Lamb, I think, should have probably went to the Raiders or even the Broncos. Um, he might not have been their guy going into draft night, but, you know, Jerry, he's always willing to take the guy that's going to make the most impact. I think CeeDee Lamb will be a potential for the rookie of the year this year. Watching him in Oklahoma with Jalen Hurts, a guy we talked about earlier, CeeDee Lamb is so good after the catch. Not to mention he's good with catching the ball too, but after the catch, he turns into a, a guy that you love, Saquon Barkley kind of type. He makes men guys miss, and he's just electric. Um, I think it gives Dak more reason to sign that big contract. I also like Trevon Diggs from Alabama. Um, I think whenever you get an Alabama corner safety, they always pan out in the NFL, so good pick there. Neville Gallimore from Oklahoma. They have a pretty young interior defensive line. I think Neville Gallimore will come in and be a pretty good impact player on this already pretty good run defense. Um, I did like the Tyler Baidez pick from Wisconsin. Travis Frederick um, oddly retired this past season. He was a pro bowler and a pretty solid stud on this, what used to be the best offensive line in the NFL. I think Tyler Baidez in a couple years maybe could be Travis Frederick in a way. But I think that's going to kind of pan out, and he'll be a good pick either way. And a guy we watched on draft night, Bradley and I, kind of dropped down in the boards. A lot of experts had him in the third or the fourth round, but we just kept seeing his name drop, and he was the top player available for a couple rounds. I think where they got him was a great pick. He'll hopefully uh, prove all those people that passed on him wrong. I gave them a B plus just because – they might not have got every single guy that was on their board, but they got the most talented players at the spots, and they also filled needs with those picks. What did you think of this draft, Drew? I also gave the Cowboys a B plus. Uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, they got the one of the better wide receivers in this draft on a uh, on a team that's already loaded with talent on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I did, I like the Trevon Diggs pick. That that was a big need for them coming in. They needed to get a corner. And I think they got a steal by getting him, by getting Diggs, who I think is the third best corner in this draft. Neville Gallimore is a run stuffer from Oklahoma. He can come in and uh, help this defense uh, defend the run. Uh, the center from Wisconsin, like you said, they lost Travis Frederick. So I think uh, with him coming in and he can sit for a year or two and learn from the guy in front of him and maybe even come in and be another stud offensive lineman for the Cowboys. And I really like the Bradley and A pick. A uh, huge steal for them at that spot, I think. Uh, was very good for Utah last year. Had 14 tackles for loss and 13 sacks last season. So a very big play guy. Or a very good big play guy on the defense. Uh, who are some guys out there who you think the Cowboys could pick up? Well, I think Rashad Jones, the former Miami Dolphins safety. That's the one, I think, weak point of this Cowboys defense and roster, I think the safety spot. I think if you bring in Rashad Jones, he maybe can help you out this year if you sign him on a one-year contract and you can pick your safety the, in the next year's draft. I just think that would be a good fit. Any guys that jump out to you, Drew? Uh, I think that they could pick up Tony Jefferson. Uh, like you said, safety is probably, probably their weakest position on defense right now. So I think bringing in a guy like Jefferson, who has been very good in the past, uh, would help them out greatly on defense. All right, now we're going to move on to my team, the New York Football Giants, one of the greatest franchises in NFL history, obviously. So uh, we'll get right th- right down to it. This year they selected Andrew Thomas, an offensive lineman from Georgia, Xavier McKinney, safety from Alabama, Matt Pert, an offensive tackle from Connecticut, Darnay Holmes, a corner from UCLA, a guard from Oregon, Cameron Brown, a linebacker from Penn State, Carter Coughlin, a linebacker from Minnesota, T.J. Brunson, an inside linebacker from South Carolina, Chris Williamson, a corner from Minnesota, and Tay Crowder, a linebacker from Georgia. So, Charlie, what did you make of Big Blue's draft this year? Well, I'm not a big Giants fan, but I do give them credit. They had a great draft here. Um, A lot of people are going to criticize Isaiah Simmons was on the board when they picked Andrew Thomas, but 
Dave Gettleman, being the kind of GM he is, he loves to get those hog mollies, and he got one right here with Andrew Thomas. They drafted Daniel Jones last year in the first round. I think his number one priority is to protect Daniel Jones for the future. Um, Andrew Thomas, you think uh, Tristan Wirfs is the best offensive tackle, but I'm going to have to go with Andrew Thomas. His athleticism, he has good size. He's very strong. He's a good pass blocker. Um, I just think he's going to be one of those um, all-pro type tackles come here in a few years. It'll be a good pick for the Giants. I also like Xavier McKinney. He dropped where a lot of people thought he would be a first-round pick. They got him in the second. Um, I think after losing Landon Collins a couple, this past year to the my Redskins, I think he can come in and fill that spot and be a great safety along with Jabril Peppers. He's very versatile. He's great instincts. He can for, he can be a force in the run game, and he reads plays quicker than I read a chapter book. Um, he had 155 total tackles at Alabama in his two years as a starter. That says something. A lot of the plays against Alabama's defense don't usually get by that defensive line or their tackles, I mean, or their linebackers. Um, that just shows how athletic Xavier McKinney was to go up and make tackles. I also like all the linebacker picks that the Giants had. I think that's kind of a weak spot for them. Um, even Mr. Irrelevant, Tate Crowder from Georgia, he has a lot of potential and he could be a great force. Carter Callahan, Callahan from Minnesota, another one of those lots of potential. Um, I like the other two offensive linemen they picked. Whenever you can pick offensive linemen, they have a lot of upside. That's always great, especially when you have a young quarterback. So that's why I had to give him a B plus. They needed a quality draft, and they got one. Although I would have liked to see him pick a wide receiver. What were your thoughts on your team's draft, Drew? I I, I gave them a B. I like their draft a lot. They got Andrew Thomas, a 6'5", 315-pound lineman out of Georgia. Um, he might not have the highest ceiling out of all the linemen picked in the first round, but I think he has the highest floor coming in. I think he can come in and be successful right away. And if he if he's not an uh, an All Pro player or a Pro Bowl player, he's still going to be very steady in this league. Uh, Xavier McKinney was the biggest steal in the of the second round that the Giants got. Um, great player out of Alabama, very versatile. So I think he can come in and make an impact. Matt Pert out of Connecticut, a six seven, three hundred ten pound offensive tackle. So another one of those offensive linemen that. Um, the Giants GM, Dave Gettleman, likes to get. Um, got another one out of Oregon, so they got a trio of big fellas to help out that offensive front, which has been weak in the past couple of years. Carter Coughlin from uh, Minnesota had nine and, nine and a half tackles for a loss last year and forced three fumbles. And like you said with Tay Crowder, um, I thought he was a big steal uh, of that seventh round. Um, I did not think that he was the uh, last – one of the last guys in that uh, in that draft. Um, so I think he can come in and make a good impact with the Giants. Who are some guys out there who you think the Giants could add? Like I said, they didn't pick a wide receiver. Uh, Taylor Gabriel would just be a good weapon for Daniel Jones. They already have some pretty quality young wide receivers. I think Taylor Gabriel will just bring that semi-veteran experience and he could be a decent leader in that room and just help out Daniel Jones in the past game. Any guys that you see, Drew? Uh, I think that they could add Jadavian Clowney, uh, the the best pass rusher in a free agency. Um, I think they have the money to do it, um, and he's obviously not. He's obviously looking for big money. Um, very good player. Uh, pass rushing was not something that the Giants were very good at last year, so getting a higher high energy, high impact player like Jadavian Clowney would help them greatly. Uh, Charlie, who are some guys out there who you think the Eagles could add to help their team? Well, like I said, they didn't draft a shutdown corner, and they don't really have one on their roster currently. I think Logan Ryan, a guy we've talked repeatedly on this podcast about, his multiple landings. One with the Eagles, he could really help out this pretty good defense, and he could take them over the hump come postseason. Any guys that you see jump out as a good fit here? Uh, I think that the one spot that they really need to um, fill on defense is linebacker because they did get their shutdown corner this year when they traded for Darius Slay. 
So I think picking up Alec Ogletree would help, a veteran linebacker uh, who can come in and fill fill a spot and make some plays for them on defense. And I think that would greatly improve that defense, uh, which is maybe the strength of their team. So I think that would help them be a better team and uh, help carry them through the playoffs. All right, now we're going to move on to your team, Chuck, uh, with the Washington Redskins. And this year they selected Chase Young, a DN from Ohio State, Antonio Gibson, a wide receiver from Memphis, an offensive tackle from LSU, a wide receiver from Liberty, a center from San Diego State, Khalid Hudson, a linebacker from Michigan, uh, a Cameron Curl, a safety from Arkansas, and James Smith-Williams, a DN slash uh, outside linebacker from NC State. So, Charlie, what did you think of the Skins draft this year? Well, I thought Ron Rivera did a great job. I gave them a B. They got the best player in the draft with Chase Young, an athletic future Aaron Donald-type pass rusher. He had 28.5 total sacks at Ohio State. I think that's going to translate well into the NFL. And I also like the Antonio Gibson pick that they got in the second round. He can be a weapon in the run game and in the pass game. He had... 735 receiving yards and 363 rushing yards total when he was at Memphis. And I also like the Antonio Gandy Golden pick out of Liberty. He's a big deep threat that can make an impact in year one and really help out Dwayne Haskins and prove that he should be on the, be the starter for this team. Um, this was a good draft for them. I think it's really going to show maybe two, three years down the line. Um, I like the versatile playmakers they got. And like I said, they got the best player in the draft. Solid B right there. What were your thoughts, Drew? I also gave the Redskins a B. Like you said, they got the best player in the draft in Chase Young. Absolute monster at Ohio State last year. Had 16 and a half sacks and 21 tackles for loss, which is crazy. And he also had eight passes defended in his college career, which is more than what you can say for most linebackers uh, in college. And he's not, and he's a defensive end. So uh, absolutely dominant player. Uh, and a generational talent. I do like the Antonio Gibson pick, too. He had 19.3 yards per reception last year and had eight touchdowns. Uh, And then he had 11.2 yards per carry last year and four touchdowns. So very versatile guy. He can run the ball and he can catch it. Um, So I think he can come in and make some plays for the Redskins. Uh, I like the offensive tackle out of LSU. Um, As we said several times, LSU had the best offensive line college football last year and he was a big part of that and I do like the Kalee Hudson pick too had 100 total tackles last year with Michigan so I think he's a very good linebacker and a field general who can come in and help this defense who are some guys out there who you think the Redskins could pick up well after letting Jordan Reed go I think they need to get a tight end they did dra- they did pick up Thaddeus Moss in the uh, undrafted free agent period after the draft, but I think Delaney Walker could come in for a couple of years, maybe one to two, fill that starting tight end spot until Thaddeus Moss is ready to take over, and really you wouldn't miss a beat because Delaney Walker is a great tight end, and I think that really helped Dwayne Haskins out. Any guys that you see, Drew? Uh, I think that they could pick up an offensive lineman in Demar Dotson. Uh, they lost. Trent Williams in the offseason, so I think if they bring in a veteran offensive tackle, that that could help build their lineup a bit more. All right, now we'll move on to America's team and the Dallas Cowboys. This year they selected C.D. Lamb, a wide receiver from Oklahoma, Trevon Diggs, a corner from Alabama, Neville Gallimore, a defensive tackle from Oklahoma, Reggie Robinson, a corner from Tulsa, a center from Wisconsin, Bradley Anay, a DN from Utah, and a quarterback from James Madison. Charlie, what would you make of the Cowboys draft this year? Although I don't like the Cowboys one bit, I thought this was a wonderful draft. Um, Where they got CeeDee Lamb, when CeeDee Lamb, I think, should have probably went to the Raiders or even the Broncos. Um, He might not have been their guy going into draft night, but, you know, Jerry, he's always willing to take the guy that's going to make the most impact. I think CeeDee Lamb will be a potential for the rookie of the year this year. Watching him in Oklahoma with Jalen Hurts, a guy we talked about earlier, CeeDee Lamb is so good after the catch, and not to mention he's good with catching the ball too, but after the catch, he turns into a, a guy that you love, Saquon Barkley kind of type. He makes men guys miss, and he's just electric. 
Um, I think it gives Dak more the reason to sign that big contract. I also like Trevon Diggs from Alabama. Um, I think whenever you get an Alabama corner safety, they always pan out in the NFL, so good pick there. Neville Gallimore from Oklahoma. They have a pretty young interior defensive line. I think Neville Gallimore will come in and be a pretty good impact player on this already pretty good run defense. Um, I did like the Tyler Baidez pick from Wisconsin. Travis Frederick um, oddly retired this past season. He was a pro bowler and a pretty solid stud on this, what used to be the best offensive line in the NFL. I think Tyler Baidez in a couple years maybe could be Travis Frederick in a way, but I think that's going to kind of pan out and he'll be a good pick either way. And a guy we watched on draft night, Bradley and I, kind of dropped down in the boards. A lot of experts had him in the third or the fourth round, but we just kept seeing his name drop, and he was the top player available for a couple rounds. I think where they got him was a great pick. He'll hopefully uh, prove all those people that passed on him wrong. I gave them a B plus just because they might not have got every single guy that was on their board, but they got the most talented players at the spots, and they also filled needs with those picks. What did you think of this draft, Drew? I also gave the Cowboys a B plus. Uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, they got the one of the better wide receivers in this draft on a uh, on a team that's already loaded with talent on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I did. I like the Trevon Diggs pick. That that was a big need for them coming in. They needed to get a corner, and I think they got a steal by getting him by getting Diggs, who I think is a third best corner in this draft. Neville Gallimore is a run stuffer from Oklahoma. He can come in and uh, help this defense uh, defend the run. Uh, the center from Wisconsin, like you said, they lost Travis Frederick. So I think uh, with him coming in and he can sit for a year or two and learn from the guy in front of him and maybe even come in and be another stud offensive lineman for the Cowboys. And I really like the Bradley and A pick. Uh, a huge steal for them at that spot, I think. Uh, was very good for Utah last year. Had 14 tackles for loss and 13 sacks last season. So a very big play guy, or very good big play guy on the defense. Uh, who are some guys out there who you think the Cowboys could pick up? Well, I think Rashad Jones, the former Miami Dolphins safety. That's the one, I think, weak point of this Cowboys defense and roster. I think the safety spot, I think if you bring in Rashad Jones – maybe can help you out this year if you sign him on a one-year contract and you can pick your safety the, in the next year's draft. I just think that'd be a good fit. Any guys that jump out to you, Drew? Uh, I think that they could pick up Tony Jefferson. Uh, like you said, safety is probably, probably their weakest position on defense right now. So I think bringing in a guy like Jefferson, who has been very good in the past, uh, would help them out greatly on defense. All right, now we're going to move on to my team, the New York Football Giants, one of the greatest franchises in NFL history, obviously. So uh, we'll get right right down to it. This year they selected Andrew Thomas, an offensive lineman from Georgia, Xavier McKinney, safety from Alabama, Matt Pert, an offensive tackle from Connecticut, Darnay Holmes, a corner from UCLA, a guard from Oregon, Cameron Brown, a linebacker from Penn State, Carter Coughlin, a linebacker from Minnesota. T.J. Brunson, an inside linebacker from South Carolina. Chris Williamson, a corner from Minnesota. And Tay Crowder, a linebacker from Georgia. So, Charlie, what would you make of Big Blue's draft this year? Well, I'm not a big Giants fan, but I do give them credit. They had a great draft here. Um, a lot of people are going to criticize Isaiah Simmons was on the board when they picked Andrew Thomas, but Dave Gettleman – being the kind of GM he is, he loves to get those hog mollies, and he got one right here with Andrew Thomas. They drafted Daniel Jones last year in the first round. I think his number one priority is to protect Daniel Jones for the future. Um, Andrew Thomas, you think uh, Tristan Wirfs is the best offensive tackle, but I'm going to have to go with Andrew Thomas. His athleticism, he has good size. He's very strong. He's a good pass blocker. Um, I just think he's going to be one of those – um, all pro type tackles come here in a few years and it'll be a good pick for the Giants. I also like Xavier McKinney. He dropped where a lot of people thought he would be a first round pick. They got him in the second. Um, I think after losing Landon Collins 
this past year to the my Redskins. I think he can come in and fill that spot and be a great safety along with Jabril Peppers. He's very versatile. He's great instincts. He can for he can be a force in the run game, and he reads plays quicker than I read a chapter book. Um, he had 155 total tackles at Alabama in his two years as a starter. That says something. A lot of the plays against Alabama's defense don't usually get by that defensive line or their tackles. I mean, or their linebackers. Um, that just shows how athletic Xavier McKinney was to go up and make tackles. I also like all the linebacker picks that the Giants had. I think that's kind of a weak spot for them. Um, even Mr. Irrelevant, Tate Crowder from Georgia, he has a lot of potential and could be a great force. Carter Callahan, Callahan from Minnesota, another one of those lots of potential. Um, I like the other two offensive linemen they picked. Whenever you can pick offensive linemen, they have a lot of upside. That's always great, especially when you have a young quarterback. So that's why I had to give them a B plus. They needed a quality draft, and they got one. Although I would have liked to see them pick a wide receiver. What were your thoughts on your team's draft, Drew? I I, I gave them a B. I like their draft a lot. They got Andrew Thomas, a 6'5", 315-pound lineman out of Georgia. Um, he might not have the highest ceiling out of all the linemen picked in the first round, but I think he has the highest floor coming in. I think that he can come in and be successful right away. And if he if he's not an, uh, an all-pro player or a Pro Bowl player, he's still going to be very steady in this league. Uh, Xavier McKinney was the biggest steal in the of the second round that the Giants got. Um, great player out of Alabama, very versatile, so I think he can come in and make an impact. Matt Pert out of Connecticut, a 6'7", 310-pound offensive tackle, so another one of those offensive linemen that um, – the Giants GM, Dave Gettleman, likes to get. Um, got another one out of Oregon, so they got a trio of big fellas to help out that offensive front, which has been weak in the past couple of years. Carter Coughlin from uh, Minnesota had nine and, nine and a half tackles for a loss last year and forced three fumbles. And like you said, with Tay Crowder, um, I thought he was a big steal uh, of that seventh round. Um, I did not think that he was the uh, last – one of the last guys in that uh, in that draft. Um, so I think he can come in and make a good impact with the Giants. Who are some guys out there who you think the Giants could add? Like I said, they didn't pick a wide receiver. Uh, Taylor Gabriel would just be a good weapon for Daniel Jones. They already have some pretty quality young wide receivers. I think Taylor Gabriel will just bring that semi-veteran experience and he could be a decent leader in that room and just help out Daniel Jones in the past game. Any guys that you see, Drew? Uh, I think that they could add Jadavian Clowney, uh, the the best pass rusher in a free agency. Um, I think they have the money to do it, um, and he's obviously not. He's obviously looking for big money. Um, very good player. Uh, pass rushing was not something that the Giants were very good at last year. So getting a higher, high energy, high impact player like Jadavian Clowney would help them greatly. All right, now we are going to go over our draft grades for the NFC West, and we will start off with the Seattle Seahawks. This year, the Seahawks selected Jordan Brooks, a linebacker from Texas Tech, uh, Daryl Taylor, an edge player from Tennessee, Damian Lewis, a guard from LSU, Kobe Parkinson, a tight end from Stanford, DJ Dallas, a running back from Miami, Alton Robinson, a, a DN from Syracuse, Freddie Swain, a wide receiver from Florida, and Stephen Sullivan, a tight end from LSU. So, Charlie, what did you think about the Seahawks draft this year? Well, this is a team that usually goes with a lot of scheme fits, and that usually uh, makes them pretty successful in the long run. I really uh, like the Jordan Brooks pick. A lot of people thought that was a reach, and it was kind of out there. But after watching some film, looking at his uh, stats from college, I think he's a great fit in what Pete Carroll is trying to do here in Seattle. He's very versatile on the outside. He's not the best run defender, but he's he's really good in the pass. But he can still shoot gaps and make plays in the backfield. Um, I also like the Darrell Taylor from Tennessee. He's a good edge rusher. Damian Lewis pick from LSU really stands out. We've talked a lot about LSU guys. He's another good offensive lineman from them this year. That's the, probably the weakest spot on Seattle. Um, I also did like the DJ Dallas pick from Miami. He's just an explosive runner. 
and could help in that Seattle backfield that kind of had some injuries last year that really hurt him in the playoffs. And I also like the Elton Robinson pick. Um, he was supposed to go a lot higher than he did, um, but I still think that was a great pick. He's a good pass rusher. He'll develop well in this scheme. And a very surprising pick was Steven Sullivan from LSU, the tight end. He can play slot receiver or even deep ball receiver. Just a very versatile receiver for the Seahawks to add to that offense. I gave them a B-plus just because most of the guys they picked were great scheme fits, but they didn't fill all their needs. What did you think, Drew? I did not like the Seahawks draft a lot. Um, I gave them a D. Uh, I just Not a lot of these names pop off the board at me. Jordan Brooks was a guy who I hadn't even heard of coming in. No, there weren't any scouts or anyone talking about him being a big-time player. Something actually just popped up on my computer. Uh, CBS had him ranked as the 11th best player at, at his position and 139 overall, and the Seahawks selected him number 27 overall. So I think that was a big reach. Um, I do not love that pick. I did like the Daryl Taylor pick, um, a strong defensive end from Tennessee. I think he will help out this. Seattle defense, especially if they lose to Davion Clowney. And uh, I agree with you with Damian, on the Damian Lewis pick. Um, we've talked about it a lot. LSU had a dominant offensive line last year, and he was a big part of that. So, uh, But overall, I did not love this draft, and I only gave it a D. Well, Drew, that's CBS, not ESPN, so I wouldn't uh, rely on them too much. Why not? You got something in CBS? You don't like Tony Romo? It's just jokes, Drew. It's just jokes. Whatever. Probably get sued for that later on. Uh, who are some guys who you think that the Seahawks could add? Well, looking at their needs that they didn't fill in the draft, D-tackle and safety. So what comes to mind right away is a guy we've talked about a lot, Damian Harrison, the former Lion and Giant. I think that he'd be a good fit here for Seattle, who's looking to make a little title run this year. And at safety, I also like Rashad Jones. Um, he's just a good veteran to add to a kind of veteran defense, and you wouldn't have to skip a beat. Any guys that you see, Drew? Uh, I think adding the former Saint Larry Warford would help. Uh, they have not had a great deep, or an offensive line in the past, and they still don't have a great offensive line. And Russell Wilson has been very good uh, running for his life all over the place. But sooner or later, you're going to have to get him some protection, especially in this offense where Pete Carroll loves to run the ball. So adding a veteran and a very good player like Larry Warford would help their offense out a lot. All right, now we'll move on to the Arizona Cardinals. This year they selected Isaiah Simmons, a linebacker from Clemson, Josh Jones, a tackle from Houston, a defensive tackle from Utah, Rashard Lawrence, a D-tackle from LSU, Evan Weaver, a linebacker from California, and Eno Benjamin, a running back from Arizona State. So, Chuck, what did you think of the Cardinals draft? Well, I love the Isaiah Simmons pick. I thought he's probably one of the best players in this draft with Chase Young, the most versatile player in this draft. He can play safety, linebacker, even probably put him at D-end. Um, watching him on draft night, I thought he could go as early as the Giants at three, but he kept sliding down in Arizona. Got a Got probably one of the best players in this draft and then at the eighth spot, which is a very surprising. I think he's going to have an uh, all-pro type career. I think he'll paint out to be one of the another one of the best players in this draft. Um, I did like the Josh Jones from Houston pick in the third round. thought he was a good offensive tackle and a pretty talented offensive tackle uh, group, group of guys that was in this draft. Um, so it's surprising that he went all the way to the third round. Um, I also like the Evan Inger, Evan Weaver pick from California. Linebacker's a pretty weak spot for the Arizona Cardinals last year, and I think adding Simmons and Weaver, that's just going to help you out in the long run. And I did like the Eno Benjamin pick from Arizona State. Um, they say he's got the best spin move in this draft, so I can't do that on the field. I gave them um, a B just because I didn't like some of their middle picks, but I did like when they got Simmons and the other guys. What did you make of this draft, Drew? I gave them a B-. minus. I love Isaiah Simmons. I thought he was a great player, but I don't love how he could fit in there. He's gonna. He went from having the best defensive coordinator at Clemson and the best defensive coordinator in college football where he can move him around and use him in a ton of spots to go into Arizona where they are not, have not been known for their defense in the past. So I, I just worry that he's not going to 
they're going to have him play linebacker, which I'm sure he'll be a good linebacker, but you can use him in so many different spots. Like, like you mentioned, like safety or DN, you could line up a corner. Uh, he's just super versatile. And um, I just don't know if uh, he's going to be used right in this defense. So I would have liked him to see, like to see him go to a team with a very talented defensive coordinator who could move him around and use him in different spots. Uh, I did like the Josh Jones pick. Um, a lot of people had him as a possible first rounder and they picked him up in the third round. So great pick there. Rashard Lawrence was a, was a solid D tackle out of LSU had a very solid season. And um, like you, I love the Evan Weaver pick. Uh, he was a leading tackler in college football last year. He had more than 180 tackles. So he's a tackling machine and he, I think he can be good in the NFL. Uh, who are some guys out there who you think the Cardinals could add? Um, um, looking at their team needs, I see wide receiver. And there's a guy we've talked about a lot when, there, when it comes to a team that needs a wide receiver, Taylor Gabriel. I'm going to say again that this is another fit for him. Um, he's still pretty young, so I think he got a couple years left. They have Larry Fitzgerald still. Probably this is last year. Um, I think you just need to add kind of a middle-aged guy that could help out Kyler Murray in the future. Uh, any guys that you see, Drew? Uh, I think that they could bolster their offensive line more. That was a big need for them heading in, and they only got one offensive lineman in this draft. So I think getting Jason Peters would help a lot, um, definitely help out, help out Kyler Murray a lot more. I know he's a uh, quarterback who can run around a lot, but in the NFL um, where the defensive linemen are extremely fast, extremely quick, and super athletic, you, you can't just run for your life every single play. So adding a very good – uh, offensive tackle like Jason Peters would help the team a lot. All right, now we'll move on to the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, just before we start on that, what do you think of their new uniforms? Well, I didn't know they were going to steal Best Buy's uh, employee uniforms, but <laughs> they're all right. They're a little bright for me. I don't love the logo, but and they're okay. Not as good as uh, Chargers' new uniforms. Yeah, Los Angeles Rams selected Cam Akers, a running back from Florida State, Van Jeff- Jefferson, a wide receiver from Florida, Terrell Lewis, a linebacker from Alabama, Terrell Burgess, a safety from Utah, Bryson Hopkins, a tight end from Purdue, Jordan Fuller, a safety out of Ohio State, Clay Johnston, a linebacker from Baylor, a kicker from Miami, Ohio, and a guard from Clemson. So, Charlie, what did what grade did you give the Rams draft? Well, I gave them a solid C+. Um, I think Cam Akers will do all right in the NFL, but I don't think he'll be anything special. He's a good runner, good size, but he got banged up a lot in college, and I think we're going to see some wear and tear once he makes it into the NFL, especially because the Rams don't have one of the greatest offensive lines in the NFL. I did like the Van Jefferson pick in the second round. It's a wide receiver draft class that is insanely talented. I think he's another one of those talented guys. Um He's 6'2", 200 pounds. Um, I think with average size, he's an elite route runner, though, so I think that's really going to help him out. Um, I do like Terrell Lewis from Alabama, too, the outside linebacker. Whenever you get a defensive end or outside linebacker from Alabama, they usually pan out, so I think that's another good pick by the Rams. I did like the Jordan Fuller pick. He's a guy I thought a lot higher than what what happened on draft night with him. I thought he's at least like a third or a fourth-round talent. They got him in the sixth. Um, I think he'll have a pretty good career. Ohio State D-backs, you saw Jeff Okuda and Damon Arnett picked in the head in the draft. Um, he's great man-to-man coverage over the top. I just think he's a great guy to add to this Rams defense that they're trying to buffer up. And you get, What did you give the Rams on this draft, Drew? I gave the Rams a B-. Uh, I like their draft. Um, Cam Akers, uh, like you said, uh, he might not be a star in this league, but um, especially with running backs. I think that you can have running backs who aren't stars and they're still very productive. Uh, he had over 1,100 yards last year and uh, had 14 touchdowns on the ground, so had a very good year um, with Florida State. Um, I like the Van Jefferson pick, too. Um, I think he fits well with receivers like Cooper Cup and Reynolds for the Rams, who are both very good route runners um, and are like Swiss Army knife type of guys where they can do a lot of things. Terrell Lewis, a solid linebacker from Alabama, uh, will help them out a lot. And I like the Bryson Hopkins pick, Hopkins pick a lot, too. Uh, had 
uh, over 13 yards per reception and seven touchdowns last year with Purdue. So I think he he can be a good playmaker on that offense. Who are some guys out there who you think the Rams could add? Well, I see D tackles one of their big needs. I'm going to go with Mike Daniels here, um, the former Packer in line. I think he could have a pretty good solid year with the Rams. They have a decent defensive line, and I think he would really help them out. Um, he's a good tackler and a good run stuffer because he's a, he's a pretty big boy and just put him in the gap and they won't be able to run through. Um, I also think this is another surprising spot where I think Cam Newton could go. Um, Jared Goff's been below average since his uh, pretty decent rookie year and second year in the league. He's been pretty average. And I think bringing in Cam Newton, an explosive playmaker, could just really uh, help them out in a division that already has Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. Um, I just think that he'd be a big uh, difference maker come uh, playoff time if they make it. What do you think, Drew? Any guys that you think they should add? Uh, I mentioned him earlier with the Seahawks, but I think adding Larry Warford would help out a lot. They had an awful interior offensive line last year, and um, they need to upgrade that position right away. I think their defense is fine uh, for the moment. You still have Aaron Donald, who is the best pass rusher and the best Mm -hmm. defensive tackle in the league. So, uh, adding a an offensive guy on the line would help uh, improve the team a lot. All right, now we'll move on to the last team, uh, the reigning NFC champion, champions and the San Francisco 49ers. And this year they selected Javin Kinlaw, a, a D-tackle from South Carolina, Brandon Ayuk, a wide receiver from Arizona State, an offensive tackle from West Virginia, a tight end from Georgia, and wide receiver Jawan Jennings from Tennessee. Uh, Charlie, what'd you make of the 49ers draft? Well, you're gonna when you uh, go through this draft class, they didn't get a, exactly any of their needs except offensive tackle. But they were the 49ers; they were just in the Super Bowl, so they have a pretty talented roster. So um, I like what they went with this draft with Javon Kinlaw after trading DeForest Buckner away. You kind of got a young guy that's pretty much almost the same skill level, and it's only a brighter future for him. I think he's a great player, and he's going to be like a Aaron Donald-type pass rusher that you just talked about. Um, he's very explosive. Um, I think he's going to turn into kind of the pass rusher you see with Jadavian Clowney, the other South Carolina guy that was just drafted a few years ago that we've been talking a lot about on this show. Um, I also like Brandon Ayuk. He was in the first round, too. Um, he's another wide receiver in this draft class. It's like very explosive after the catch. He can go up and make plays on the ball when it's in the air. Um, he's very short compared to a lot of other guys, but his, his hands are a little con- inconsistent at times, but I just think he's just a playmaker. And um, the 49ers already have guys that can uh, consistently make plays. I think Brandon Ayuk just will make the big plays when you need them, and I think that really will help out Jimmy G come playoff time. I also like Javon Jennings, the big wide receiver out of Tennessee, 6'3", 215. Um, he could be a phenomenal deep threat for them in a couple of years. Just another weapon to add to this offense. I gave them a, a B just because they added some weapons on the outside and they got Javon Kinlaw. I didn't exactly like their other picks, but um, as I said, they just got a lot of talent. What do you think, Drew? I really like their draft, and uh, I think the 49ers are – They, I think they might have had the smartest offseason – this year, um, they got Javin Kinlaw. So after trading away to Forrest Buckner, they fill that need right away with a young, talented rookie on a defensive line that's already extremely good. Uh, they got Brandon Ayuk after losing Emmanuel Sanders, so they fill that need. Um, he had more than a thousand yards last season, and he had eight touchdowns. Uh, but he was a big playmaker and had 18, 18.3 yards per reception. So they had a playmaker to a wide receiver, uh, to a wide receiver group that um, I wouldn't say they overachieved last year, but they def- but they surprised a lot of people with Kendrick Bourne and and uh, Debo Samuel being so good. And uh, I did like the tight end out of Georgia. I like that pick. Very good scheme fit. Um, he's a blocking tight end, um, which we know Kyle Shanahan loves to use those kind of guys in that offense, moving people around. Uh, shifting them around and then breaking off big plays on the ground. So uh, I like their I like their draft a lot, and I gave them an A minus. 
Uh, who are some guys who you think the 49ers could add? Well, like I said, they didn't address a lot of needs in the draft. Um, I just talked about Jadavian Clowney. I think this could be another winning spot if a lot of teams uh, don't offer him the big money. I think he could settle here at the 49ers. Um, I think he would move back to his original position where he was with the Texans, the outside linebacker. I think he could just add to this already very talented linebacker group, just scheme fit with the blitzes and everything. I think he could add a lot of quarterback pressure. And I also think Logan Ryan, another guy we've talked about a lot, um, we saw in the Super Bowl what it came down to, um, trying to stop Patrick Mahomes. And to stop Patrick Mahomes, you have to have a phenomenal defense. They already have Richard Sherman, who's a pretty good zone coverage guy. I think if you add a man-to-man guy with Logan Ryan, that could really help you out come Super Bowl time. Anything you can do to add to this defense is just great. Uh, any guys that you see, Drew? Um, I agree that they could add a corner to their team. Uh, I think a guy like Dominique rogers Camardi, who has been very good in the past. Um, uh, Richard Sherman is obviously a very good corner, and he's one of the best corners in the league. But their other corner on that team was not so strong last year. He struggled towards the end of the season, and I actually think that they're – I can't think of his name right now, but – I remember that their starting corner got benched um, later in the playoffs, so they were struggling there. So adding a veteran corner uh, would help this amazing defense get even better. All right, everybody, now we're, me and Charlie are going to give you our playoff predictions for the NFC this year. Uh, Charlie, who are your seven playoff teams? Well, my division winners are the 49ers, the Bears, the Eagles, and the Saints. So I have the 49ers at the one, um, the Saints at the two, the Eagles at the three, and the Bears at the four. And then I have the Seahawks at the five, Tampa Bay at the six, and the Vikings at the seven spot. What do you have in your first round, Drew? For my seven teams, I have the one seed, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, um they were they have been very well run lately. Um, they d- had a great off season. I mean, you, they got rid of uh, DeForest Buckner and then drafted his replacement and um, and uh, Javon Kinlaw. Then they got rid of uh, an offensive tackle and then got one of the most athletic offensive tackles in the league in Trent Williams. They lose Emmanuel Sanders and then they get his replacement in Brandon Ayuk. So they had a great great year. Um, they. Uh, that young defense is only going to get better. Their defensive line will still be great. Uh, so I have them as the best team in the NFC. My second seed, I have the Saints. Uh, they always do well in the regular season, even though they can't pull out in the playoffs. Drew Brees always ends up looking looking more like a college quarterback in the playoffs, and he can't seem to do much. But they always do well in the regular season. My three seed is the Vikings. Had a very good off season, and that's in a – pretty weak division right now i do not think the packers will be as good as they were last year so i think that they win that division and at my fourth seed i have the philadelphia eagles who i really like a lot if they can stay healthy i think they um might be the team to beat in the nfc come playoff time uh, my five seed i have the tampa bay buccaneers They're, they are going to be very good um they're going to struggle a little bit in the regular season just because the chemistry is not uh, um quite there with Tom Brady and his new wide receivers and coaches, uh, but they will do well in the playoffs. My sixth seed, they have the, I have the Seahawks. Um, they always do. They always surprise people. Um, for years, people have been picking them uh, to not go to the playoffs, and every year they seem to get there. And my seventh seed, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Um, very, they are very, very dramatic. Um, a lot of stuff has been going on this offseason, but I think if they can get their crap together, then – They've got a super talented roster, and they can make it to the playoffs. All right, we'll start off with the first game with our second seed and our seventh seed. So, Charlie, what do you have for that matchup? I have Vikings-Saints. Um, this is going to probably not surprise a lot of people, but we all know the Saints come playoff time. They turn into a very different team, and that's not always good. Um, they always fold under pressure, and I think playing the Vikings, they've lost to them. In years past, a couple times, I think the Vikings get their number again. Kirk Cousins shows up to come playoff time. Him and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen just have a track meet against the kind of semi-veteran Saints defense. I got Vikings in this one. How about you, Drew? I have the Saints and Cowboys for my matchup. Uh, 
I do agree with you. The Saints never seem to live up to expectations in the playoffs lately. But uh, I still think that they get the win here against the Cowboys. Cowboys um, are not as experienced as the Saints. And um, that, like I said, like I just said, um, very dramatic. Uh, we don't know how their locker room will be. Um, Mike McCarthy is a very good head coach. But in just this first season, I don't know how compatible he will be with the players yet. So I have the Saints winning that game. All right, now for the three-seed and six-seed game. Charlie, what do you have for that? Um, I have Eagles versus Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay is slowly turning into your favorite team. But I think Tom Brady, it's going to take him a year to kind of develop in that system. But also saying that the Eagles come from probably the weakest division in this uh, NFC. I know it's kind of sad for us, but it's very true. I think Tampa Bay shows off their new team and just destroys the Eagles. Just based on the Eagles, you know, first year in their sort of so-called new offense, I think that'll take some time to kind of get the kinks out, and I think Tampa Bay wins this one pretty easily. For my three-seed and six-seed game, I have the Vikings versus the Seahawks. Um, In this game, I have the Seahawks upsetting the Vikings. Um, Russell Wilson is one of the most underrated players in the NFL. Um, he's a great, great quarterback, and I think he will carry the Seahawks to a win in Minneapolis. All right, now for the four-seed and the five-seed game. Uh, what do you have for that, Charlie? Well, I have Bears-Seahawks. Um, the Seahawks are my five-seed, although I have the Bears at the four. Seahawks are just a lot more talented. I think the reason the Bears get into the playoffs at the four-seed is just how great their defense is. But then you turn around and you look at their offense. They haven't even decided on a quarterback yet, and that's really going to hurt them come regular season time. Whether it's Nick Foles, I think that gives you an advantage with his playoff experience with the Eagles. But if it's Mitch Trubisky, I think he's going to struggle against a sort of old, I mean, kind of new coming of the old Seattle defense. I think the Seahawks just stomped by the Bears in this one, and the Bears can't even comprehend what just happened what about you drew what do you think happens in your matchup i have the eagles and buccaneers uh like you said um the eagles are the best team and maybe not a not a very good division um but i really like the buccaneers um t- uh tom brady rob gronkowski uh together will help create a a um winning attitude in tampa bay so uh, I think that they come into the playoffs and that they beat the Eagles and move on. All right, for the next game with the one seed, you have your you have the 49ers playing the Minnesota Vikings. So what do you who do you have winning that game? Well, I think this one's pretty close. The Vikings always get super hot come playoff time. But I think um TB12 Tom Brady Though I don't like him very much, I think he always figures out a way to win. He's got his he's got his uh boy Gronk back. He's got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and maybe OJ Howard if they don't trade him away. I just think I don't think the Vikings can shut down every single one of Tom Brady's weapons, let alone account for their uh, young run game. I think the Vikings put up a decent fight, but I don't think they can handle. Uh, everything Tom Brady has to throw at him. And I think Tampa Bay wins this one and moves on. What do you got in your matchup, Drew? Uh, for my matchup, I have the, the one-seed 49ers playing the their uh, rivals, the Seahawks. Um, they've had some great games in the past. Um, but I think that the 49ers win this game. Um, they got better in the offseason, and I can't necessarily say that about the Seahawks right now. Um, so I think the, the 49ers move on and get to the NFC Championship. What do you have for your other game? I have 49ers Seahawks uh, in division game in the playoffs. Um, this is a, this is always a very close game. They know each other well. They know their offenses, even though the 49ers is semi new with Kyle Shanahan. But I think the 49ers are hungry and very disappointed in their performance in that late part of the Super Bowl last year, and I think they play very inspired. They go out and they just thromp the Seahawks. The Seahawks, they don't even know what hit them. Jimmy G goes off with his um, pretty good weapons he has on the outside, and I think 
they have a pretty solid offensive line, which will kind of help him out bending away from the Seahawks. Pretty decent defense. So I got the 49ers moving on in this matchup. Uh, for my other game, I have the Saints and Buccaneers, another uh, interconference or interdivision game. Um, uh, I think in the regular season, these teams split and go one and one with each other. And uh, in this game, I think Tom Brady gets the better of Drew Brees. Uh, Drew Brees in the playoffs, as we've said, is not as good as he is in the regular season. And then in this game, he turns into Brock Osweiler and uh, cannot move the ball against the Buccaneers defense. Uh, so I think uh, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski head to another championship game in the NFC to take on the 49ers. Uh, so who do you have winning your NFC championship and moving on to the playoffs? Or to the Super well, Drew, Bowl. don't don't hate on Brock Osweiler. He's a great man backup quarterback. But uh, in my matchup, I have the 49ers versus Tampa Bay. Um, Tom Brady, lots of playoff experience, but I just don't think in year one he's going to be able to figure out and just demolish the whole NFC like he was in the AFC. I think the 49ers are going to have Tampa Bay's number for a couple years, and I think they just show that Tom Brady can't just switch divisions and be on top of it again. So Jimmy G goes off against his former kind of boss, if you if you say it that way, if you know what I mean. Um, the 49ers really strong defensive line and linebacking crew just wreaks havoc, and Tom Brady's just left laying on the turf, not even knowing uh, what he signed up for. 49ers advance. All right, so in my NFC Championship, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be the first team ever to host a Super Bowl in their own stadium because they are going to beat the 49ers. Uh, Tom Brady's taking on little brother and Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think uh, Jimmy's going to wet his pants when he sees Tom running out onto his field and start dominating. Uh, um, Richard Sherman is going to get creamed by Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on the one play. Because, well, he's just a zone guy. 49ers are going to call one man-to-man uh, defensive play, and Mike got, or Chris Godwin's just going to blow by him, score a touchdown. Uh, Gronk will have a touchdown at least, I bet. So I think Tom, Tom Brady gets back to the Super Bowl in his first year with his new team uh, to make the Super Bowl the Baltimore Ravens versus the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, I strongly disagree there. I got the Ravens versus the 49ers. Uh, We talked about how talented the Ravens were, but we saw how they folded in the playoffs last year. I think they get to the Super Bowl, but I don't think they can survive. When you get to the Super Bowl, you kind of need some experience unless you're a Cinderella team like we saw a couple years ago with the Eagles and the Chiefs this year. Uh, I think the 49ers, they're still uh, hungry on that Super Bowl loss from last year. It's uh, feeding them, and they're they're playing out of their minds. I think they blow past the Ravens in, uh, what was it, Super Bowl 51 or whatever matchup we had with the Harbaugh brothers. I think the 49ers get revenge. This time they don't have uh, Colin Kaepernick at quarterback. They have the stud Jimmy G. No offense, Colin Kaepernick. You're a great guy, but Jimmy G is just going to show up and show why he's not little brother anymore. 49ers Super Bowl champs. Well, I have the Ravens winning this game. Uh, They'll run all over the place. Uh, They'll be flashy and new, just like they were last season. Um, Lamar Jackson, after his MVP season, much like Patrick Mahomes did, will win Super Bowl MVP. And Tom Brady will be left with his fourth Super Bowl loss. And actually, I think it'll be his first Super Bowl loss to a team outside of the NFC East. So... That's not, he didn't, Tom does not have that going for him, but I think he can come back in his second season and uh, build in, build another build a better team around him. And uh, but uh, anyway, for this year, I think it's the Ravens game. Well, that's too bad because I think the Forty ers are going to put Tom Brady into retirement. So I don't know. I was going to get to the Super Bowl. Ouch. All right, so that's it for this episode. Uh, we're all done with football now. What are we going to do? Probably move right. on to the NBA draft or something. Mm-hmm. Move on. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do without football now. 
All right. So uh, thanks for listening and uh, keep listening. Thank you.